As older adults with vision loss, we understand your fears, your frustrations, and feelings of isolation. The Alliance on Aging and Vision Loss is here to help you as you pursue the independent lifestyle you deserve. For more information, visit www.aavl-blind-seniors.org or call 916-995-3967 for more information. AAVL, a supporter of the ACB Media Network. Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hi, everybody. This is Ron Miller. I am the boy, the blindness technology uh, training specialist with Vispero. I'd like to thank everybody for joining us today. So we're going to spend a little bit of time talking about formatting. <clears throat> Excuse me. Talking about formatting. Okay, talking about formatting in Microsoft uh, Word. So um, we're going to look at doing a number of things. We're going to show you how to format paragraphs, how to set margins, and and how to. We're going to take you through the steps that you might use when you want to create a template. Now, a lot of people who have had to do papers and those kind of things are using uh, APA. Style, the American Psychology, psychology oh my goodness, <laughs> the American Psychology Association, and their formats uh, used in a lot of places. I'm using it now as I'm back in college for a little while longer. And um, so we'll use that as our example of what to do or what we might want to do if we wanted to create a paper using basically APA format. And I'll tell you right now, I'm not going to get into the, the deep, dark guts of this thing because there just isn't time. We'll take a kind of a 30,000 foot view, but it'll show you how to do some of the tasks that you might want to do. Okay. Now, before we look at that particular thing, um, I want to give you some basic commands that you might want to use just as you're creating a paper, um, writing a document, uh, even working in um even as you're working in um, Outlook, doing an email message, okay? So, you know, these a lot of these will work in those, those circumstances. So it's not just limited to Word, though I am focusing on Word, uh, just because it's, it's a good example, since, we, <laughs> since the topic today is editing in Word. Full speech. So I've got speech on. Let's launch uh, Word. Leaving table. Document one word. Document one. Document one. Document one word. Edit. Okay, and that was repeated multiple times. <laughs> so, we are here. So, let's first talk about just some basic things. Um, sorry about that. Some basic things uh, you might want to... Um, you might want to have a block of text and you, you want to left align it. And you want to be sure that it's left aligned. So the easiest way to do this is, well, if you've got the text already written, you can place the cursor anywhere in the block of text, okay, anywhere in this paragraph or whatever text you have. You want it to be aligned left. Now, you could go through into the ribbons. There's a, a long kind of way to get there. And we'll have to go there later for, for uh, to, to make things actually permanent. But just to tell Windows and Microsoft Word, hey, let's let's... Let's make this text left left aligned, which means that every new line is going to be right up against the left side of your virtual page. All you have to do is press Control L. Justified. Okay. Aligned left. There we go. So aligned left. It said justified because it was already aligned left. So I did it again. So we're aligned left now. So any text that I write uh, and write and write and write. Uh, every new line is going to be up against the left margin, if you will. And as I keep writing, as the text wraps, it'll always be on the left uh, to the uh, to the left side. Now you can do this. You can left align your text so that it's all justified to the left. Every line begins at the same point. You can right align your text so that the lines are always pushed over to the right. 
every new line. Um, I don't have an instance where you'd want to do that, but there are some times you're going to you're going to want to do that. So the left side might look sort of raggedy, uh, but the right side will always end and wherever you specify how your margins work. You can center text. We do that in titles, uh, of course. Um, you can also do it in a number of other places. With APA, uh, you have to center titles. You center a number of things. We'll look at that in a moment. So if you want to left align your text, left align your text, remember I said you press Control and hold Control down, press L. To right align, you can press Control plus R. Aligned right. Okay, and it very nicely tells me we're aligned right. If I wish to center my text, I can press Control E. Centered. Okay, and you know that that's because Control C is already taken for copy. <laughs> Let's go back and left align this text. Aligned left. Okay, so if I had a block of text that I had selected, I might have pressed Control A to select the whole page or as much as on there. Uh, when I pressed Control L, or if I had it already left aligned, it would be all, as I said, Starting at the left margin, Control R would have made everything um, line up quite nicely along the right margin. And then Control E for center would make it all be centered with an equal amount of space on both sides. Depending on the length of the line, it would be shorter or longer, but everything is is nicely balanced. Um, you could imagine a, a line, a vertical line drawn from the top to the bottom of the page at the center point of the page, so it's cutting the page in half vertically. If you center your text, that means the text will be, no matter how many characters in each line, um, half will be on the left side, half will be on the right side, and each line, of course, will be balanced accordingly. Um, For those of you who remember doing this on a Braille writer or on a typewriter, you move your carriage to the center of the page, and then you'd figure out... um, how many characters are in that line, including spaces, and you'd start to backspace, and you'd backspace one space for every two characters. I remember doing that as a kid, so, you know, two, four, six, eight, ten. And uh, then you could start typing or brailing that line, and that line would be centered, and then you'd have to do it again for the next line and the next line and the next line, and it was very tedious. So it's pretty cool that your word processor, that your word processor will do all that work for you, at least if you're like me. <laughs> I don't really want to have to count those spaces over and over again. And if something distracted me, I would lose my place, right, and have to start all over. Anyway, the other option is to justify the text. Um, and if you justify your text, it just so you know, this can be difficult for people to read um, for folks who have a reading disability such as dyslexia, uh, that kind of thing, uh, any processing issues, I guess. Because what justification does, and that, that command is control plus J. I'm not going to do that one, but I've you've heard me do three of these already, so control J. Um, if you do select text and, and justify it, or if you set your, um, your Word document to be justified, um, what it's going to do is it will it will it'll take the text and it will spread the characters out as necessary so that each line begins and ends at the same spot on the page so it makes it look really even and, and really balanced um you know it <laughs> but it is it, it does change spacing and stuff between between words and between characters okay so that's a little bit different um so folks who who talk about accessibility of pages and things they they recommend that you might not want to do justified text you're going to want to left justify it or right justify it or whatever okay hope that makes hope that description makes sense okay um so that's how that works okay let's see here as I've told you before, I talk ahead of my notes. <laughs> it's a bad thing to do. Okay, so let's talk about setting uh, paragraph spacing. And you can you can dictate how your paragraph is paragraph is set up. Um, you can do space before and after your paragraph. So if I wanted to do that in the document, again, I can select the paragraph whose spacing I want to format. Uh, if I want to. Uh, 
you know, if I want to set the spacing for the entire document, I could press Control plus A to select to select all. I'm having a hard time talking today. Okay, and then what we're going to do is ready. We're going to press Alt plus P. So Alt P S B. So Alt upper ribbon expanded layout tab S and then B spacing before edit zero points alt followed by P S B I'm gonna tell you I don't really mess with this I let word handle the spacing but you can you can set up how much space appears before the paragraph as you just heard right now it's set up for zero points P S B spacing after edit eight points alt followed by P S A okay I'll tab through here Paragraph dot 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 button. Alt followed by P. I can, PG. Go, I can go to a paragraph page. We're going to actually go to that page in a moment or two. Menu. Arrange group. Position unavailable submenu. Choose where the selected object will appear on the page. Text will automatically wrap around ah. the so that it's still easy to read. Alt followed by P. PO. Okay, let's keep tabbing. Wrap text unavailable submenu. Choose. And again, we could do wrap text. I'm not going to belabor this a whole lot. Bring forward split button unavailable. So you could bring objects forward. Send backward split button. And put them into the background. Selection pane dot 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 button not checked. Okay. Oh. So let's not go through all of this because we do have some other ground to cover, but that would be how you do it. Escape. Leaving menus. Leaving ribbons. Edit. Okay. I thought I heard noise in the background. Does anybody have a question so far? Yes. Okay, go ahead. Um, okay. Deborah, go ahead. You can unmute. Oh, can you hear me? I can. Yes. Hi. Okay. Um, so I have a question about large print, but I also have a couple of comments. Mm -hmm. Which do you want first? Oh, whichever you choose. Well, I'll go for the comments. Here's what I know about doing large print. A mm -hmm. point is a 72nd of an inch. So if you have a 36-inch point, that's half an inch tall. That's big. Now, if you're working with someone that knows how big they want their characters, That'll help you um, figure it out. Good. Yeah, so and, when you're selecting point size, that'll help you out. Right, right. And um, the question I have is if I want to do large print, say I want to do 36 point, how can I retain headings um, without it thinking uh, the whole thing is headings? Because a lot of times I have a, a user who <laughs> may read long passages with speech and want heading navigation, but read short passages with their eyes and want large print. Gotcha. Um, I'll tell you what I have done. And I am, I am you know, I, <laughs> uh, I've had to do this for class. And what I will do is I will set up my headings, you know, do my text, set up my headings. And um, if I need to have some, some text in a bigger font, um, I'll leave the headings alone and I'll select the text between the headings and then do control shift P to get to the point size combo. And uh, then I can, I can select the point size just for the text I've selected. That will leave your headings alone with the you know, blue font or whatever it shows up as and those kinds of things. So you could, you could select the block of text and do it that way. Um, I suspect there, well, I'm pretty sure I haven't played with it, but there is rules in Word for doing headings and you could probably go in and dig into that and, and set up uh, some conditions where it always does a heading in, in a certain way, um, and then your text would appear. So when you invoke heading level one, two, three, um, you can set those. I don't have the steps to do that right now. Truly, I don't because I don't do it. That's okay. But you can. Uh, it is doable, and you can set it up and say, hey, when you do headings, this is what I want them to look like. So you could I also want to say that Lucida Sands tends to be the font that a lot of my low vision students really like because it has no kerning or ligatures. Yes. And I'll go back on mute now. No, you're good. Lucida Sands was one of the recommended ones as I was reading up on this stuff and the, uh, the Times Roman also because there's no serifs. Good. Thanks a lot. Okay. So let's, let, what I'm going to do is take us down and let's look at doing. You want to hold out on the Lex name? person who had their hand up. Oh, we have another hand? Okay, yes, sure. No, sir. That's, that's fine. Okay. All right. I'm going to totally destroy your name, but and I apologize. <laughs> Sabria. Is that right? <laughs> there you can unmute. Oops. I hit that. She's not. Nah. Well, you know what? It might have been a mistake. I think uh, at this point. So we did talk about just um, the paragraph spacing and um, Okay, we'll, we'll probably wait for what, what comes next. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm going to move us into setting up our, our, our 
pretend paper. So we will talk about doing line spacing. Um, I'm using I'm using APA as my as my model. If that works for you, then then we'll keep going. I'm going to assume yes. Okay. okay, that's it. All righty. So let's look at that, and if we have time, I can circle back around and and just look at how to do some some basic commands, set indent, set these. But you're going to see a lot of this as we set up for the APA. So the APA style calls for one-inch margins all around, you know, top, left, right, bottom, all one-inch margins. Um, it is awesome to be able to do this without um, a lot of pain. <laughs> if you remember setting up your typewriter, see, I'm aging my, I'm dating myself because so many people didn't do any of that. I'm saying it was so hard and they're going, yeah, yeah, whatever. So if I wanted to set up my margin, I need to press Alt plus P, so Alt followed by P, S, and then P again, Alt, P, S, P. So we'll do that together. That's the page setup, multi-page dialog is what will come up. Okay, so Alt. Upper ribbon. P, S, P. Leaving menus, leaving ribbons. P, S, P. Page setup, top, edit combo, one. To set the value, use the arrow keys or type the value, computer braille. And you can immediately hear top one. We're going to set that to two. Now, here is a recommendation. I haven't tested this. What I have been told by people who do this a lot, they say instead of using the arrow keys to take that spin box up to two, um, what is claimed is that, or what is reported, is that sometimes things will be kind of wonky as you're putting together your document if you enter the value. I don't know why this is. I have not tried to confirm it. I'm just putting this out there as a, um, this was by a professor who told me this is what uh, the professor had observed. Um, so I'm going to, to, I'm sorry, um, I'm backwards. Instead of adding this to the edit field, use the arrow keys to get up to the value that you want. And I misspoke. My apologies. So I'm going to arrow up to 2. 1.1. 1. 1. 1.3. It's an increment. 1.4. 1.4. 1, 1, 1.8, 1.2. Okay, there's two. So you could put two in the edit field, and it may not cause a problem. I have just been warned, no, no, use the arrow keys and let Word set it up. Bottom, edit combo, one. So, to set the value, use... Yes, yes, so we're going to set our bottom mark to two. One I'm going to kind of move through here quickly. One, 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 two. Okay, I've arrowed up to two. Let's tab again. Left, edit combo, one. To set the value, use the air one 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 point one point four one point five. Okay, that's the six, sorry. There we go. One 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 point nine two. There it is. And again. Right. Edit combo. One 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 point five. Six, seven, eight, nine. One point nine two. Two. Gutter. Edit combo. Zero. Two set the value. Now the gutter. It would be space you leave on the edge of the page for binding. We're not going to worry about the gutter. We're going to leave it just zero. Gutter position, combo box, left. To change the selection, use the arrow keys, Alt plus U. So we've got a combo box of gutter positions. You could put it on the left side, right side. Um, and then they've got one. Let me arrow down real quick. If it lets me. Pop. You're not going to let me do it. <laughs> left. Uh, top, left, top, left. Okay, well, gutters, top or left. I thought there was another one in there, but it's it's where you would put the gutter. Portrait radio button checked. To change the selection, press up or down arrow, Alt plus P. So you could get you could choose between portrait and landscape, how you want your page to be laid out. I'm going to leave it at portrait, of course. Multiple pages, combo box, normal. To change the selection, use the arrow keys, Alt plus F. Okay, so multiple pages. You know, how am I formatting this document? Is it going to be one page, two side-by-side -side pages? There's some options. Let's leave it as it is at normal. Apply to, combo box, whole document. To change the selection, use the arrow keys, Alt plus Y. And I apologize, I'll turn the, the uh, tutor messages off in a moment. So this is uh, a selection you want to be aware of. So your your options again. Whole document. You could do whole document, and I'll arrow down. This point forward. Two of two. So whole document or from this point forward. This is important because you could set your margins for the whole document, two inches all around, or you might want to do, for whatever reason, 
some pages at a different margin and then come in, change your margin values and say from this point forward, I want two inch margins all around. In this case, whole document. I want the whole document. Set as default button. To activate, press space bar, alt plus D. Okay, set as default. So if you always want to have uh, Word open and give you two-inch margins, which I've done on my personal computer, not my work computer, I'm doing a lot of APA documents, I'll set it as default. I want it to be that way. Uh, if you don't press this button, then it will be just for this document. And then when you close and reopen Word, you've got the default one-inch margins and other things that will set. Okay, button. To activate, press space press bar. Okay. Space. Print view. Edit. So if I press insert F now. 11 point. Black on white. Calorie. Normal style. Line spacing. One lines. Paragraph formatting. Aligned left. Outline level. Body text. Oops, and I don't get margins there. I thought I had. Sorry. So that's how we set our margins. Okay. And remember, again, you're going to either make it default or you're just going to press okay. Okay. So. Let's talk about paragraph indentation. In APA format, the first line of the paragraph is indented 1.5 inches. The rest of the line is left justified. So it's, it's like the olden days when you'd come to a new paragraph. If you didn't leave a blank line like you see a lot of times now in block paragraphs, instead you just indented with the space bar. In print, it was five spaces. In Braille, you did, what, two. Had to think about that. So third space was your was where your, your first Braille dot showed up. You do not leave blank lines between paragraphs, okay? Uh, a hard line, you know, hit your enter key, hard line break indicates a new paragraph, and that first line would be indented. So how do we set this up? We're going to show you a, a dialogue where we're going to actually spend some time in. You ready? We're going to press Alt. Oh, let me, let me take a moment and turn off the tutor messages so she doesn't keep chattering. Jaws context menu. To navigate, press up or down. Basics.doc. Yeah, her. That's who I'm talking about. Enter. Leaving menus. Tutor messages. Turn off menu and control. Help radio button checked. One of three. Alt plus two. Alt. Cancel. Okay, button. All right. So I had that turned on when we were doing uh, our, our setting up prompts the other day. All right. So you press Alt. Menu bar. And then H. System. Oops. Space. You're not going to be Escape. there. Oh, let me get back. Document one word. There we Document go. Okay. Word. So alt. Upper ribbon. Expand. And then H. Home tab. Two of 12. And then P and J. Leaving menus. Leaving ribbons. Alignment. Combo box. Left. Alt plus G. So here is a place to set up your alignments as well. Remember we said control L, control E for centered, control R for right. And control L, of course, was for left. And I said there was a more tortuous way to get there. This is that way. So we're now in the dialogue where you can set up your alignment, okay? So what we're going to do, though, is we're not going to set our paragraph alignment. We're going to leave it where it's at. We want it left aligned. But we are going to change how the first line of a paragraph is aligned. It's, in, it's dented, <laughs> indented. So let's tab. HPG. Outline level. Combo box. Body text. Alt plus O. And the HPG was because I did Alt-HPG, and then JAWS is just spitting out those characters which were held in the buffer. Let's push Tab. Left, Edit Combo, 0. Right, Edit Combo, 0. Special, Combo Box, None. Alt plus S. Okay, None is where we want to talk about. Here we go. Let me arrow down. First line. Two of three. Okay, first line. So we're, we're addressing what the first line of a paragraph is going to do. So we want to indent the first line. Let's press Tab. By edit combo, 0 0.5. Okay, by how much do we want to indent it? 0 0.5 is what it's set to. That would work. Um, if you wanted to, you could arrow up you know, or down. And this is an edit combo. You could also type in a value. 0 0.6, 0 0.7, 0 0.8, 0 0.91. And just for the exercise, we'll do a, a, bigger, <laughs> a bigger indentation. We'll do a one-inch indentation, which is pretty deep. Mirror indents checkbox not checked. Now we can, we can ignore the mirror indents. Uh, that's how it would work across facing pages. We're not going to worry about that. Before, mm. edit combo, zero points. Don't worry about spaces before and after. After, edit line spacing, combo box, multiple. Alt plus. Now, this actually is, if we were to look at my outline for this lesson, it, it comes later on. But since we're here in this dialogue, 
<laughs> we'll set up the line spacing okay. as well. Excuse so, me, we have background noise and Zoom, so if somebody um, just didn't want to interrupt that, so make sure Zoom participation is muted, that yeah. would be great. Yeah, we've got And I think muted. some of it may have been coming from you, Cindy. Yeah, everybody so. should be muted who is an attendee. I don't know what, where it would come from because I don't hear anything. Who attendees? Right. On my side, and everybody there is muted. Yeah, we've just had some occasional kind of half-thought spoken out loud. It's no big deal. So APA uh, requires double line spacing instead of single line spacing. And this is the combo where it says line spacing where we can set that up. Now, right now, it's set to multiple. Word handles it. But if you wanted to have it hard set for double line spacing because you're doing a paper where that is required, all you have to do is press up arrow. Exactly. Five of six. I don't know what exactly means. <laughs> I haven't looked any deeper into this than that. Um, at least. Four of six. Oh, I see. Exactly this much between, at least this much between. I have guessed that. Double. Three of There's six. There's double. If you wanted to see what else we had, I'll keep arrowing up. 1.5 lines. Two of six. So you could do line and a half. Single. One of six. Single lines. Let's go back down to double. 1.5 lot double. Three of six. So double line space. Let's tab. At edit combo. At we're not going to worry about. We'll let it be um, global. Don't add space between paragraphs of the same style. Checkbox not checked. Okay, and there's some things about adding spaces between paragraphs. Now remember, um, we don't want to add a space between a paragraph. We're not doing blocks, so we will leave that alone. Tabs dot 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 button. Okay, Alt plus T. The tabs dot 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 button actually lets you go in and set up. Um, your tab stops. So if you press tab, how far does it indent? And you can set those. We're not going to do that because we're putting our our paragraph indentation. We're we're hard setting it into our document, into Word, into our document. Um, right now it's at one inch. I would have left it at 0.5 if we were just you know doing this for real. But if I wanted to actually create a tab, well, tabs are there. You press the tab key. But if I wanted to specify where my tab stops would be, I could go in. Uh, by pressing this button and get into the tabs dialog and set this. Okay, we're not going to do that right now. Hope that's okay. Let's tab. Set as default button. Alt plus D. Okay. So set as default. Again, uh, we've talked about this before. If I press set as default, do that now. Space. Paragraph. Okay button. Yeah, now we didn't hear anything. Let's, let's do... Um, Paragraph and ensign spacing line and page breaks general alignment. Left outline level. Body text collapsed by default. That doesn't tell us. Okay. Well, we've done set as default. Um, when I did this in another spot, I got a, a query. So I've told Word. And I'll shift tab. This document only radio button checked. Aha. There's my. <laughs> nice. So we've done set as default and it jumped to okay. okay. Bad citizen. But so it jumped over that radio button. Remember, we saw that this document only. All documents based on the normal dot dot and template radio button checked. Or all documents. So I've set it as a default. Let me arrow up or yeah, press up arrow. This document only. And it's the radio button is for this document only. Uh, when I did set as default, it jumped over that and left it set at this document only. So let me tab here. Okay button. And we'll press okay. Space. Document one word. Edit. So let's press insert uh, F and hear this. 11 point. Black on white, calorie, normal style, line spacing, double, paragraph formatting, first line indented by one inches, align left, outline level, body text. Aha, so do you hear the changes that we've made now? So we've actually made that change, a couple of changes, sorry. We've made a couple of changes there. Um, we've changed the first line indent for our paragraph so that every new paragraph, whenever you hit enter, will be indented. We've changed the line spacing so that now uh, it's double spaced. Okay. We've changed the margins so you've got two inches top, left, right, and bottom. So we're, we're conforming to the, uh, the style guide here. So let's talk about fonts now. And uh, was, it, was it Debbie earlier who talked about different types of fonts? Um, 12 point is what APA wants. Uh, serif types such as Times New Roman are suggested. Uh, there was the other one she mentioned, and I've forgotten what it is. My apologies. Um, but there's there's several. But you want fonts that aren't super curly, that kind of thing. 
Um, so they're easy for people who have any uh, vision issues and stuff to be able to read. You don't want super ornate fonts. Um, you can do that. I mean, that's your choice. But if you're distributing to a general audience and, and you might encounter some folks who have some issues, you'll want to do a font that's easy to read. So fonts are kind of like um, setting margins or setting paragraph indentations, I should say. If you remember, we, we looked at some fast ways to do it and, and then the slower way to do it. There's a couple of ways to access the uh, fonts dialog. And I don't know who's unmuted. Can I get you to mute? Um, I don't mean to be rude, but when you whisper. Hear anything. Well, it, it could be you. Are you whispering at all? I didn't think I was. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've got somebody kind of whispering thoughts. And I, I'm not going to make, you know, we'll just let it go if we can't figure out what it is. It's okay. Um, I'm checking the other side to see who's unmuted. Nobody's unmuted. You, you could yeah. just yeah, be thinking Cindy, out loud. I think it's you. It's we you. Hear sorry. A little bit. I don't know what. I'm sorry. <clears throat> Even if you just go. I know it's, it does it's heard. come through. It is yeah. heard. Yeah. The thoughts inside slip outside, which is okay. You, you I've never heard. heard that before. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Thanks. It's okay. Um, just I, just, I stopped to listen in case okay. it's something I should be hearing is what happens. It'll all be gone. Okay. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yep. So now I can sing top 40 hits and you'll make them all okay. disappear. Oh, no, I, I might leave that. I think I was checking the names. It's probably very possible when you're reading and kind of thinking. Mm-hmm. Oh. And I've done that, and my little boy will be studying. He's like, Dad, you're, you're distracting me. Stop talking. <laughs> so I anyway. always stay muted unless I'm actively participating. I, I do. My mic pot is always down. And I'm often yeah. muted even when I am actively participating. Yeah, I usually do, difficult. too, and, and I just checked and saw that I wasn't muted. <laughs> you're good. Yeah, Many of my best webinars were, were conducted with me muted a good part of the time. Anyway. So let's talk about the fonts dialog. The fastest way to get there is by pressing Alt Shift. Um, no, that's wrong. Control Shift F. Sorry, um, I wrote it incorrectly in my notes. I really know what the command is. So you want to press Control Shift F. Control Shift F. Font, font, edit combo plus body. Font, font. All right. So focus comes into the edit combo for actually picking the font. So let's do Times New Roman, and uh, if you are quick enough, uh, Windows does a, a progressive search, so if I type T-I-M-E quickly enough, it'll actually take me down to the font I want. So I'm going to press T-I-M-E, and if I arrow down one time, time Times New Roman, ta-da, so we have, um, we've picked the font, Times New Roman, let me tab, font style, edit combo, regular. So font style, there's some choices to make. I would leave it at regular. Now, I say that, and I say it without a, a great deal of expertise because I can't see the font, but I'm told this is easy to read. It's very clear. It's not um, you know, curly, swirly, or anything else. But there are some other options, and we'll look at them quickly. If I press down arrow. Italic. Okay, so I can do an italic font if I need it, and I might. Bold. And bold. Bold italic. And bold italic. This will come into play as we talk about headings. I'm going to arrow back up to regular. Bold, italic, regular. Now, we know that you can do, or maybe you don't know, but instead of coming to this menu, if you want to do bold font, you can press Control-B for bold. If you want to do italic font, italicized fonts, you can press Control-I for italic. If you want both bold and italic, as will be called for in a few minutes, you can press Control-B, Control-I, and you will have bold italic, just like you heard here, and you will not have to uh, press Control-Shift-F and then tab to the options uh, uh, edit, uh, edit combo. Let me tab again. Size, edit combo, 11. Okay, this is an important one. Right now it's 11 point. Um, APA calls for 12 points, so I'm going to arrow up. 10. Oh, I went the wrong way. Arrow down. 11. 12. There we go. So 12 point again is what uh, what it's supposed to be set for or set to. And let us tab again. Font color automatic button. Well, I'm going to leave font color as automatic. You could get into the colors and do some things. I'm not going to mess with that. Underline style, combo box, none. Alt plus you. I don't want underlined text right now. Let's just leave that alone. If you wanted to underline specific text, you could turn that on by pressing control U. I would have thought, U for underline. 
And all of those, bold, italic, underline, all the, the, the things you can do with control, um, you can do this one of two ways. You can press control and then the character that you want. So if you wanted control B, control I to do uh, bold, italic, and then you wanted to get really uh, noisy about it and do control U as well and have it underlined and bolded and italicized, you could do, you could invoke whatever style you needed and then begin to enter the text that you wanted to have bold, italicized, and underlined, or if you are writing your paper and then, like me, sometimes you go back and you read the APA style guide and say, oh, that stuff was supposed to be bolded, italicized, and underlined, you could select the text in question and then go ahead and do Control-B, Control-U, Control-I, or whatever order you want to do them in, and the selected text will become bolded, italicized, and underlined, okay? So you can do that a couple of different ways. Strike through checkbox, not checked. Okay, we don't Alt want to, plus K. Sorry. We don't want to do a strike through. Double strike through checkbox, not checked. Alt plus L. And we don't want to do a double strike through twice as much. Superscript checkbox, not checked. Alt. Subscript checkbox, not checked. Alt okay. plus B. And I'm just going to pass these. Small caps checkbox, not checked. All caps checkbox, not checked. Hidden checkbox, not checked. Set as default button. Alt uh, plus D. Now, do I want to set this as default? If I'm actually trying to build a template for my APA document, I would press the space bar here to set it as default. Text effects dot 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 button. We're Alt not, plus E. And we're not going to go into the text effects dialog. OK button. And there's OK. I'll press space here. Space. Edit. So we've successfully set up both our, um, our font type and our font size. So let's talk about the title page in an, in, an, in an APA document. The first thing you're going to have, and we're going to apply what we just talked about, um, as, far, as far as we can go, um, the title needs to be in what's called title case, which means that major words are capitalized. It's, it's, so in the of, you know, articles normally aren't, uh, unless they are at the beginning of the, the title, of course, you know, A, whatever. But um, all your major words are capped. That's your title case. It is bolded, and it is centered. Okay? And it's also positioned in the upper half of the page, three or four lines down from the top margin. Okay? If you've got a long title, you can split it. You can do a subtitle underneath. Okay, so the first thing we're going to do is our title. Double check them at the top, so we'll do... Enter, enter, enter. I've done three just for now. And I have no idea what to call this, so we'll just call this... Um, let me do bold. Bold on. Centered. Control E. Centered. Okay. Paper. Paper. Title. Okay, I'm not very clever. And once I've done my title, I will double line space. Title. Enter. Enter. And then the next thing you need to do is your first name, middle initial, last name, which also needs to be centered. Now, I'll do this one for the sake of time. We're not going to do all of these. Now, if I didn't remember, I could do Control E. Aligned left. And it would take my centering off, because remember, I just did that command. But that way I would know, in case I was sidetracked or for whatever reason, I could do Control-E again. Centered. And it's centered. So let's do my name. Ronald. J space. Well, my mom, well, my mom doesn't even call me Ronald, so what can I say? <laughs> but it is my name. Miller, enter. Okay, so you've got your first name, middle initial, last name, and then um, the, not, the, sorry, um, the next thing below your title, um, oh, my notes just stopped. The next thing you want would be the, I believe it's the course name. I got to reset my, my other computer, my notes computer just hung. You want to re, you want to do the course name and then new line, the name of the professor, um, if I had this in front of me, I'd be much better at telling you. Uh, oh, and then the date. So the date can be, should be, month, day, year, spelled out. So April, space, 20th, comma, 2023. In countries where the standard is to do your, uh, what is it, year, year, you know, Y, 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 M, M, day, day. So 2023, 04, 20, uh, what I saw in the APA guide is that you could actually do that. That was acceptable. So if that is the case then you could certainly do it that way. Okay. Um, so that's your, that's your title page. And I'm not going to do the rest. I'm going to enter, enter. go down a couple of times. I'm going to insert a page break here. 
Upper ribbon. Expand. Insert tab. N. Menu. Upper ribbon. Blank page button. Page break button. Control enter. Page Leaving break. menus. Leaving ribbons. Page two. Edit. Okay. Page two. So we've got a page break now, and this is the body of our document. I'm going to talk to you about headers for just a moment. Now, here is a bit of a side note for those of you who don't know. If you want to use words, headers, the styles for headers, titles, they've got a ton of stuff. If you press Control-Shift-S, it'll take you right into the styles dialog. You do not have to do, uh, you don't have to go into the home ribbon and tab across. You can do Control-Shift-S. I'll show you that really quickly. Control-Shift-S. Style name. Edit combo. Normal. So you have a bunch of these. Let me arrow down. Come on. No spacing. Thank you. Heading one. Heading two. Title. Okay. Heading one, heading two. If we'd already used heading one and two, heading three would appear. Heading four would appear. There's title. Subtitle. Subtle emphasis. Emphasis. Intense emphasis. Strong. Quote. There's a quote. Intense quote. And so it, it sets up uh, font and size and everything style to to make these different styles show up. So title is, is big. It's how uh, is it 24 point and they, they do it in a different color emphasis does some different things subtitle this all of these things uh, set up some font styles so that when you look at this paper visually you can say okay that's a style that's that, sorry that's a heading sub you know, heading one heading two heading three all the way up to heading level six um, those things are doable when you're done with this dialogue you can press control space control space and yeah. then and then C and it's closed Okay, so in APA style, this is where the work you've done starts to, to take effect uh, as you're working with your document. The APA style guide says that paragraphs, you don't use a style, you don't leave blank lines before and after a heading. All you do is you go to the new line, you center your heading. Okay, so you'd use the center command. Um, and as you can probably hear in the background, I got my notes back up, <laughs> which is a good thing. Um, so headings at level one are bolded. And uh, sorry, let me just take a moment. Um, they're bolded and they're centered. I'm going, I'm going back to my notes so I can catch up with myself and, and give you the stuff on headings. Um, here we go. And I'm sorry about the delay. But I want to be sure I, I'm doing this from memory, which is which is much scarier. If you remember, I've told you guys before, my forgettery is much better than my memory. Headings. Here we go. So, heading at level one is centered, and it's done in bold. Okay, so control B. Before a heading, you just have your text. You press enter to do a new line. You center the text. You bold it, and you write the heading. Then... You, and, oh, and it's written in title case, which we discussed a moment ago. Then you'd press enter for a new line. Press control L to left align it. You don't want to leave it. You don't want to leave your, par <coughs> excuse me, you don't want your paragraphs to be um, centered. And um, you can you type your text. A heading at level two is left aligned, so you don't, you don't center it. It is bold, and of course you write it in title case, so your major words are capitalized. Heading at level three, this is where it gets kind of interesting. And I won't take us past level three for this exercise. Um, but it is left aligned, it's bolded, and it's italicized. So that's where you have bold italics come into play. Okay. And of course, the first line after each heading is a new paragraph. So it's going to be indented. That first line will be indented. Let's talk about your reference page. And again, we'd start on a new page. And what you're going to do is you'd put the label, references, at the top. It's capped, it's bolded, and it's centered. We've already looked at how to do that. Um, it is double line space still, so you'd leave that alone. Ron, before you go any further, you have nine minutes. I know. It's kind of, I've kind of picked okay. up the pace here. Okay. I just know in our list we said we'd show you I how to do I just wanted to let you know. Yeah, I'm watching the time. It's, oh, okay. I'm well, it's okay. I don't mind you telling me. You know, one of the neat things you can do with your display in, in JAWS is you can set a, a running time at the left end where your status cells would be. And yeah. I set it to show minutes and seconds. <laughs> so I do yeah. that too. It's a great, great thing, isn't it? When I do, yes. When I do Zoom calls so I can tell people when it's 10 off. That's right. There you go. In 20 so, seconds. And I appreciate it too. So 
You've got to have a double line space. We did that. But here's a change. Your references need to have hanging indents, which means the first line is left justified, and then the subsequent lines in each of your reference, your blocks of text that are your reference, those are indented. I'll show you quickly how to do that because our time is getting shorter. And uh, this is easy. Now, we, we could do it um, by going into the ribbons and everything, but I'm going to show you a quick way. So let's press the Applications key. Applications. Cut down available. T. And I'm going to arrow down to Paragraph. Copy it. Paste off. Font dot dot. Paragraph dot dot dot. P. Looks like I could have pressed P, but I don't always remember that. So let's press Enter here. Enter. Leaving menus. Alignment. Combo box. Centered. Alt plus G. Now, you've, now <laughs> you can tell I never, did, I never did do the Control L. Remember the last thing we did that I actually demoed was centering text and doing some things. So it's still set to centered. Let's see. Indents and spacing tabs. Oop. Alignment. Combo box. Centered. Alt would, plus G. I would like it to be left. So I'm going to try pressing L on this combo. Left. Yes. There it is. So left. Let's tab on now. L. Outline level. Combo box. Body text. Left. Edit combo. Zero. Right. Edit combo. Zero. Special. Combo box. First line. Alt plus S. Okay, remember we played with this when we set up uh, the first line being indented. But now we're going to change things up. And we're going to tell it, hey, I want you to do a hanging indent. So let's arrow down. Hanging. There three, three. There's hanging. By edit combo, one. By one inch is what we had set before. So all this does is invert our settings. The first line is out, and then the other subsequent lines in the paragraph will be uh, indented by an inch. I know that's big, but that's just what we were playing with. We'll leave it like that. Let's tab. Mirror indents checkbox and not checked. And remember, Alt plus M. we're not going to touch any of those. Before, edit, after, line spacing, combo box, double. Definitely don't want to change that. At, edit, comp, don't dead space, but tabs dot, set as to OK button. And OK button. Space. Edit. Page two. Okay, so we've got our hanging indent set up, and um, I'm not going to, to take the time to, to press insert F. You've heard the changes, and now it'll say that our paragraph is, is hanging indent, and it gives the numbers. Okay, um, so that's what you would do with your reference page. You want to set it to hanging indents, and then you can put your references in, and you'll have that format. So that, in a nutshell, is the, the big parts of setting up your APA document. Uh, if you're really doing this, I would suggest do like me and dig through the APA style guide. Make sure everything is copacetic <laughs> and, and ready to go. Any questions? None? I shouldn't have. Yes, read? you oh, do okay. have one. Okay. <laughs> Who's up? Okay, Terry. Terry. There you go, Terry. You should be able to unmute now. I don't know why. Thank you. Um, thank you, Ron. I do have a question. Is there no is there a way in Word after you have created a kind of a whole set of paragraph mm -hmm. margin and heading uh styles that you want? Can you save all of that as a style so that you don't have to reinvent the wheel the next time? For example, can you save it as APA style and then not have to yeah, let me show you this. No, it's oh, a great thank question. you very much. Okay, you ready? We'll do this pretty quickly. So I'm going to save this document. Um, I'm going to go ahead and do just, I'm going to reach up and press F12, and that'll do our save as. Here we go. F12. Save as dialog. File name. Edit combo. Paper title dot docs. Oh. Yeah, paper title. We don't want to call it that. I'm going to call this APA. APA. Or APA. Template. Template blank. Now let's tab once. Save as type. Combo box. Word document star dot docs. One of seventeen. Alt plus T. This is where the magic happens for you. So save as Word document star dot docs. One of seventeen. And I'm just open arrowing, document. Sorry, I'm arrowing down. Oop, okay. Strict open XML document star dot <laughs> docs. Sixteen of so seven. So it jumped to the bottom of my list. I'm going to press the home button. Home. Word document star dot docs. One of seventeen. And again, I'm going to arrow down. Word macro enabled document star. Word nine seven two zero zero three. Word template star dot docs. Four of seventeen. Word template, and that's what you'd want to do. 
and you might want to go through the rest of this dialogue and, and put it into a specific folder that you have, or maybe you can put it into, into, into my documents or your documents, uh, under the, into the custom templates folder. And then you can just press Alt S to save the document. Alt S. And we're waiting. Page two. Edit. There Page it goes. Two. Page two. And your document is saved. Now I have a template. So you'd go in, you'd open, you'd find that template and open it and immediately do a save as. And the first save as, remember that you saw this, was um, as a Word document .docx. So you'd, you'd tab once, you'd change what you would be saving it as, and of course you'd change the title from APA template. And that way, all of these settings are waiting for you in the template. Just remember to do a save as and not start writing into your template. Okay? All right. Okay, Ron, you have one more hand up. Oh, good. Okay. A couple minutes left. Okay. That's right. Karen, go ahead. You can unmute. Come on. I always think of the voices, the uh, the voice Karen <laughs> when when I hear Karen now. That's a pretty <laughs> sad admission, I suppose. Karen, are you there? She's oh, she's not uh, allowing me to unmute her. Uh oh. Okay. I have hit that five times. There, there yep, you go. There you are. Hello? Hi. Yep. Go, Hello? Go yes, I can hear you. Go ahead. Hi. I'm sorry. Thank you for having the training. Um, first, really, two questions. I'll go fast. Okay. Um, <clears throat> when you make all those changes in your document, like mm -hmm. Control-B, Control-I, so on, um, the changes go in place after you do Enter, right? No, when you do control B for no, example, they're just automatic. bold, it's there, it's turned and it's a toggle. Okay. So control B okay. once and all your text is so here's what I have done in the past. I have done bold text and then I forgot to press control B again, probably because somebody called my desk phone okay. or whatever. And I've happily typed pages that are all bolded. <laughs> so control okay. B on, control B off, or control I okay. or U or whatever. Yep, yeah, good question. Okay. And and another question is how do you page number? Is there a command for that? There is. Maybe we can revisit this because there is a, a way to page number. You go in and Wonderful. you set it up and you can tell it. You can choose what kind of simple page number, where it will appear, top left corner, right corner, bottom left corner, right corner. Yeah, so can we revisit it? I will, I will try to do that. Maybe we'll add some other yeah. things, page numbering and some other stuff. How about yeah. that? Okay. Yes. That Thank or you. if you want, send me an email, rmiller at vispero.com. R-M-I-L-L-E-R-at-V-I-S-P-E-R-O.com. And okay. I'll send it to you. I'll just send you the steps. And I wanted to oh. get to them before we timed out. <laughs> Thanks, okay. Karen. Thank you. You're welcome. 